The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. New research from the US suggests vaping can be just as bad for your heart as smoking cigarettes. While similarities between the health implications of the two habits are emerging, the regulations of both remain significantly different. For almost 19 years, Irish smokers have been told to take their cigarettes outside, while vapors in some venues are allowed to puff away indoors. So we're asking, should vapors be asked to join their fellow nicotine users in the smoking area? And in a minute, we'll talk to Tom Gleeson, who's trustee of the New Nicotine Alliance Ireland. But first, Bernard Durkin, Fine Gael TD and member of the Oireachtas Health Committee. Bernard, would you be of a view that it is time to look at vaping through the same lens as we look at smoking? Well, that depends on the uh, scientific information that's available. Uh, it is, um, we discussed this at length in the Health Committee last year. Um, in the UK, for instance, um, there's a much more moderate report than in the US. And here we tend to be less uh, flexible than in the UK. But the issue to be determined is simply this. First of all, whether everybody should um, inhale everybody else's smoke uh, in, in an enclosed um, situation. And I think that um, at this stage, the evidence wasn't produced. Uh, wasn't produced that it was harmful in the same way as cigarette smoke, uh, but that the jury could be still out. So it could be early days to come down on one side or the other. The other issues that were referred to at the time and were examined at great things were whether or not it was a gateway drug, whether it would lead to uh, smoking or drug taking, and in which case, um, obviously, people took a different view of it and um, suggesting that, you know, it be... It, it, it be um, dealt with in the same way as, as cigarette smoking and, and maybe moving outside uh, into secluded areas or separate areas. So the issue there really is whether or not it is harmful to the same extent as smoking. And, and we weren't able to come up with the final answer to that question because of the uh, conflicting scientific information. Does it need to, of necessity, uh, Bernard, be of the same level of damage as smoking? Because a new study from, uh, led by Professor of Cardiology at the University of um, California, a man by the name of Matthew Springer is quoted as saying, we found that chronic e-cigarette users had impaired blood vessel function, which is likely to put them at increased risk of heart disease. May not be cigarettes, but it ain't great. Well, anything that impairs the health uh, to uh, any extent has to be viewed with a certain, with obvious suspicion, and on the same rules must apply universally. If on the one hand, we have difficulty and, and we will restrict, and we have restricted uh, cigarette smoking, and we agree with that, then that's as it should be. If, for instance, vaping were to be as an, on the same scale, and you mentioned the point whether on a lesser scale it could lead to, that was discussed in the Health Committee, whether or not it was possible that uh, the use of vaping would lead to increased uh, vaping or increased cigarette smoking or increased drug taking, for example. And of course, if it, it, were, if it were proven that that were the case, then there, there would have to be similar restrictions as to those who, that apply to, to cigarette smoking. I mentioned Tom Gleeson is with us. He's trustee of the new Nicotine Alliance Ireland. Tom, what's your reaction to the uh, suggestion that A, uh, vaping may not be as health problem free as we once thought and B, that it's coming time that vapors were treated like smokers? Hello, Anton. Hello, Bernard. Um, that's drunk, isn't it? I mean, 
I'll be honest. Uh, I read both of those studies. One of them, nicotine is a stimulant. Well, water is wet. I don't know why they even bothered. The second one made no adjustment for smoking history. That's a fatal flaw right there. No adjustment for smoking history. Uh, They're junk junk studies. I have no idea why the media and our public health groups are so eager to promote these and totally ignore any positive studies. And, And really, at this stage, we have a range of alternative products to smoking. Well, but hang on for a minute. A Just to, to, to the studies that you're smoking. referring to, I mentioned earlier Matthew Springer. He's a, yeah, a, drunk Oh well, he's a professor of no cardiology offense. at the University of California. He didn't lick it off the stones. He's quoted as saying he that. Hang on, let, let me finish the, the question. Stones, let me, let me finish the, the question, Tom. He says it indicates that chronic users of e-cigarettes may experience a risk of vascular disease similar to that of chronic smokers. He has no way of telling that from the study he did because he didn't separate out smokers from vapors from non-smokers. He separated them into three groups without taking any account of smoking history. As 99% of current vapors are former smokers, that's a fatal flaw right there. Where do you get that 99% figure? That's the figure. But, but from where do you get it? People who, uh, it would have been Public Health England's last figure. It would have been Health Research, Healthy Ireland's research on their last published figures. That 99% of people who vape are former smokers? Yeah. Former or current smokers. And your resistance to being treated like a cigarette smoker is what? It's very simple. When you send out the message that you might as well smoke, these are no better, you are doing a huge disservice. You're not just, you're actually not doing a disservice. You're engaging in malpractice. The public are already well misinformed about how safe the alternatives to combustible cigarettes are. I don't know why we insist on misdirecting them so much. This is, it is pretty close to malpractice. And what do you make of the argument, Bernard Durkin made reference to whether or not there was evidence that supported it, the argument that would suggest that you, the, the practice of vaping can influence public health behaviours, that people see others vaping and say, well, it must be harmless and therefore they are more likely to vape and more likely to smoke. It's, it's, it's a, one of those things that stands to reason, don't it, that barstool philosophers rely on. It unfortunately has no data to support it. As vaping increases, smoking decreases. That's a public health benefit. We do not have huge numbers of non-smokers or even never smokers taking up vaping. And, and as I said, it's about 1% to 2%. That's can, all. can I just go back to check those figures one more time? Because according to um, ASH, which is the, the UK representative organisation relating to smoking mm-hmm. analysis, they say that 64%, so two-thirds, not 99%, were ex-smokers. Yes, that's fully ex-smokers now. That's people who have switched completely from smoking to vaping. The rest would be dual, what's commonly referred to as dual users. 
Final word to Bernard Durkin. Do you believe that there is any possibility that we are going to see legislation to put vapours on the same uh, plane as smoking? I think the jury is still out on that one. I think if evidence appears, uh, uh, which it would indicate clearly that, you know, the damage being done or potential damage uh, would be equal to that of cigarettes or, or, a, por- or a, a portion thereof. So I think that we need to be careful. Anything that passes gets the imprimatur of the health services in this country, which at some stage in the future might put a cost on the health service. We have to be very careful and we have to be equally careful if it should put a price or a cost on the health of the individuals practicing that. I think that there's a lot to be, to uh, information we have to get still. Uh, that will depend on how um, firm the evidence is and if the evidence would uh, indicate towards a damage along the lines uh, suggested in the US, uh, then a decision has to be made, obviously, uh, that would, would, would uh, address the situation in whatever way possible. Bernard Durkin, thank you very much. And thank you as well to Tom Gleeson, trustee of the New Nicotine Alliance Ireland. And of course, Bernard Durkin, Fine Gael TD and member of the Oireachtas Health Committee. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.